Episode 38, Successful Sleeping. You're listening to the very best podcast in the world on health, wealth, and happiness. Please remember to leave a review and share with all your friends and family. And here is your host, Lars Hilson. <laughs> Sorry uh, for that. I just couldn't couldn't be bothered to uh, to uh, not uh, do a remark like that. Welcome to the very best podcast in the world: personal supremacy through health, wealth, and happiness. Now, today we're going to do we're going to be talking about health, and that is sleeping. But not before I have spammed you yet again. If you haven't, please go to our Apple Podcasts homepage website, Thingamajigger um, page on the web, where our podcast lives on in Apple's universe at least, and uh, take the five seconds to please hit the five stars or take five minutes would be greatly greatly appreciated to leave a review about the podcast reason as mentioned repeatedly this week is that we're trying to get to the podcast heaven in the apple universe which relies on feedback from the listeners and hey that's you right uh, so in that sense, please, please, please take the five seconds, or if you want to be totally generous, take the five minutes so that we will get to the, I don't know what it's called, listen-worthy thing. I forgot, honestly. <clears throat> now, sorry for that. We're going to be talking about sleeping today. Because, uh, for me, at least, sleeping is... I don't know. I have a difficult relationship to sleep, <laughs> to to the concept, uh, in that I do need my sleep, but I don't get it at night normally uh, because um, I am. That's when I'm just most productive. Uh, the, when the, I get it over the day in several segments, so it can be anywhere between two hours to thirty minutes, or you know whatever six seven hours. Uh, when I'm totally knocked out uh, to a degree where it just bothers other people because they can't get a hold of me. So a lot of people I've retrained to, you know, not try and call me. I actually, the same thing for my parents. They don't try to call me. They write me, you know, an iMessage or uh, get in touch via email or whatever. And then I call them back because I know that they're going to be awake. So um, this whole thing started for me when I did a lot of work internationally. And that comes with a price because today you're working with somebody in the United States. So they are uh, six hours behind or you work with somebody in Australia. They're going to be 10 hours ahead. And so I tried for a very long time to squish those calls or uh, virtual meetings into the day. And it just bothered me so much that I just gave up on maintaining a normal day schedule. And 
the reason for that I've re- mentioned repeatedly on the show. For those of you uh, who've uh, been subscribed for uh, for from the beginning, um, sleep is you know so vital to recharging your batteries that uh, it doesn't make sense to be tired. Even you know, let's say your uh, your energy level is measured in percent, uh, and your uh, your level your level of energy is down to let's say sixty percent. Your productivity and the risk that you're going to be making mistakes in your work are significantly higher than you would be at one hundred percent. And it's been proven that look up uh, on Google Power Nap. The concept's been there for ages. And it works, you know, just put your head down somewhere and there's plenty of spaces. If you're creative enough to do that, or if you're bold enough, put your head down for 30 minutes, set an alarm clock, wake back up, boom, you're going to be not at hundred percent, but at 110, uh, simply because the rest that you're getting is so vital. Now, those of you, and that's going to be the majority who are in the uh, normal world, <laughs> sorry, uh, don't mean to be condescending there, but who rely and who have kind of who adhere to the concept of sleeping at night and you know being awake the other 18 hours or whatever you're awake, 16 or whatever. Um, there are certain difficulties that a lot of you have to fight with, and. One of them that I wanted to uh, start out is really snoring and other uh, sleep disabilities, if you want to call them that. I'm lacking a better name at the moment. Now, snoring is something that I came across uh, within the family, that I came across uh, you know, with friends and uh, even a lot of business colleagues that I spoke with in, uh, you know, sooner or later, so if you meet them in the morning, you know, you come to the office at nine and they're sitting there with, you know, rings under their eyes every day, you know, that there's something wrong, that they're not getting enough sleep, right? Could be another health condition, but the likelihood that they're not getting enough sleep is rather high. And you know that you have to be careful with them because they're going to fuck up during the day right? Those are the indicators. So you want someone that has a healthy sleep behavior, unlike me, but we'll get to that later. Now, snoring is something you have to take very, very, very seriously. And I know this from my family where uh, one person was snoring significantly without, with, um, with the disbenefit of actually having moments during the night where there's their breath just entirely stopped. There's a technical term for it, a medical term. I forgot it. Long story short, uh, this person was then taken into a sleep lab. I never heard of anything like that. Uh, and to make a very long story, very short, this person their personality had turned 180 degrees while they would normally have come home, sat on the couch and just fell asleep till dinner, had dinner, went back on the couch, fell asleep. Uh, then it was time to go to bed to change from the couch to bed. And anyhow, the sleep process was, or the, the amount of time required 
to get a at least a decent amount of sleep was so significant that it was the other way around. They didn't have 16 hours of uptime and productive time. They had eight. You know, that was the work day. They had to be awake. And other than that, they were just, okay, I'm on the couch. I'm sleeping. Uh, I'm in bed. I'm sleeping. I'm sitting somewhere in the sun. I'm sleeping. I'm having a coffee. I'm falling asleep over it. And these people tend to make a lot of mistakes. Now, if you take the snoring out of the equation, and there are medical procedures, for one, there are less comfortable things like snoring, anti-snoring devices, which support people to um, suppress the snoring. And if you are one of these, have it checked because your life is just going to be totally fucking different after you take the snoring bit out of the equation. And another thing, you know, and there are countless things which, you know, medical things, it's like grinding teeth and and uh, restless leg syndrome and all of these things which are sleep-related and which keep you from getting quality sleep. Now, if you reach a level where you can get six, seven hours of really, really quality sleep, you're going to be a totally different human being after the, uh, you know, after achieving that. And that's insanely important. Now, uh, let's get to the successful bit, shall we? Uh, we've had the physical, is it physical health conditions? Because we also have to look at the mental uh, inhibitions of uh, that can, or mental, there's not, it's not a disorder, but mental things, uh, psychological things, sorry, to, uh, which can keep you from getting your healthy, uh, or your required sleep. And that's another very important and interesting aspect. Uh, a lot of which can be solved with small adjustments and procedures to get stuff out of your head. I, a few years ago, I was talking to a distant neighbor and she said, well, I'm having trouble falling asleep. And I just, you know, we got into a conversation. I said, why, what's your, what's your issue? And she was like, well, I've got so much stuff on my head that, you know, what am I going to do tomorrow? What am I, and there's just so much running through my head that I don't know, uh, that, and it constantly keeps on popping up because I can't forget it. And I was like, well, you know, why don't you just take a notebook, put it beside your bed, get yourself a pen and write down uh, what you are, what, what you can't forget and all of the thoughts that you have kind of like a, not a dream journal because it's not a dream. It's like a to-do list that you put beside your bed where you just fuck all the stuff into. And the next morning you wake up you can make sure that you've not forgotten it unless your house burned down during the night and you're dead. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it's such a simple solution for, for something like that. And for other people, it's really uh, more about fears of the future and, you know, the uncertainty, especially in these times. And uh, these um, can really easily be defeated by, I don't know, just being a bit more humble. You know, and that's what a lot of people have have uh, mislearned because their sleepless nights mainly revolve around how can they maintain their their life status, and you know they're running and chugging and working and hustling and 
whatnot because they have this uh, this um, uh, state, this status in life where they just, uh, yeah, they it's just you know not too much for them. That's that that would be uh, that would be condescending, uh, but it's you could have a much more comfortable life if you downsized a bit, you know, took things a tidbit easier, and you would immediately see that, uh, you know, there is really less to worry about if you're not living paycheck to paycheck, but if you have uh, a um, comfortable cushion of money to support yourself so that if you go bankrupt or if you uh, get fired from your job uh, you don't really fucking care because you know you've got this uh, this financial pillow that will catch you and that's just impossible if you're living paycheck to paycheck uh, and most of the people that live this lifestyle are you know the upper middle class where you know you have to have a huge house to impress people and you've got to have two cars at least and they have to be brand spanking new and have to have all the bells and whistles and uh yeah not my lifestyle if it's yours i'm you know who am i to judge but you know contemplate about whether or not uh, a different lifestyle would be similarly satisfactory to yourself that being said i think we're gonna wrap things up sleep wise you know i've repeatedly mentioned uh sleep is insanely important don't neglect it uh, like i said you know it's like a, a motivating thing we had an episode about that a while ago where uh, i quoted the dalai lama in in the, the morning wake the motivational morning wake up call or something like that was what it's called and uh that's another very important aspect uh, have a notebook ready to take care of those things spooking around in your head during the night and for the health issues really do contact a physician a sleep specialist uh, to go to one of these sleep labs and figure out if your sleep pattern can be improved or if there's anything, you know, medically relevant that can be tweaked and tuned to get you to that sleep level. In that sense, I wish you a very successful day. And uh, if you've already had it, as always, I wish you a good night with successful sleep obviously and tomorrow is uh going to be another interesting episode i've really decided there's three which i have in the uh, uh in in the funnel uh, one of them is uh going to be more interesting than the other as per my personal determination uh, if you have feedback positive or otherwise ideas for the show please write them to the very best podcast in the world at gmail.com. The same goes for uh, my idea on taking on interview partners on different topics uh, from around the world. Do let me know your thoughts on that. And if you've got interesting people in your network that need to be heard, please feel free to reach out to the same email address. 
Now, finally, I'm going to shut the fuck up and get out of here. Get out of your hair. Uh, I shall see you again tomorrow, I hope. Stay safe. Stay tuned. Peace out.